0: So what happens if we're trying to buy or sell a business that issues gift certificates and the value of the outstanding gift certificates is more than what the business is worth? What if it's not gift certificates? What if it's other debts? Hey there everyone. It's uh, David Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon podcast, where I talk about, buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium sized businesses. Today, I've got a question from Erin, who posed a question while watching a video I made five years ago about how to handle gift certificates when doing a business transaction. And if my magic is working, the link to that video should be floating above my head right now. So, first of all, what does it mean when a business issues gift certificates to people in the public? Well, let's think about this. Um, somebody goes into a store, buys a gift certificate, let's say it's for a hundred dollars, the store gets that money and now owes a hundred dollars worth of service to someone out in the public. So when a business like a beauty salon or something like that issues a lot of gift certificates, maybe around Christmas time, what that business is actually doing is borrowing from the public. And it's a very interesting kind of loan because not every one of those gift certificates will be redeemed. So some of it is going to shrink and fade away. Um, Not all of them are gonna be redeemed in a certain period of time. Sometimes gift certificates can float out there for years and then someone will bring it in to the business and, and want some services or goods. And so it is a debt just like a bank loan, but it doesn't have representation. There's no organized leader of the customers who speaks on their behalf with respect to how the gift certificates are being accepted or redeemed at the business. So oftentimes you can have any kind of asset which has more debts against it than it's worth. You can owe more on a car than the car could be sold for. You can owe more on a house than the house could be sold for. We saw that in the great recession about 10 years ago. And the common term that we use when we're talking about something that has more debts against it than it's worth is that the the asset is underwater so there is no equity available to the owners and so it leads to an interesting question number one how did the business arrive in such a state usually you can't borrow a lot of money if you're not making money what typically happens is that a business was doing well at one point acquired certain debts or the owner of the business was able to guarantee certain debts or in the case of gift certificates you know, they've had a big promotion or deal and, and people from the public came and bought these gift certificates. And then why is the business worth less than the outstanding debt? Usually because the business is not performing well and probably because the performance has been in decline. So this is something that you might find out there in the world that's been affected by the pandemic, of course, right? And I can just imagine in certain jurisdictions where Uh, personal service businesses like barbershops and hair salons and aesthetic studios and waxing salons and and places like this have had to reduce their hours and reduce their capacity, they may not be earning as much money as before, which means the value of the business is now reduced. And so if you were going to buy such a business and the outstanding gift certificates are more than what the business is worth, well, then you have a tough dilemma because there are a couple of different choices that you could do. A business that's underwater with debts to a bank, for example, they might close and then that bank has to be dealt with in some way. And so the owner either has to make arrangements with the bank because there's likely a personal guarantee, or maybe they try to sell some assets to try to pay off the bank, or maybe that business owner ends up taking out a personal loan, or going and getting a job somewhere else and continuing to make the business loan payments until it's satisfied really there's any number of different things that could happen. The owner, for example, might end up going bankrupt if they have a personal guarantee on that business loan. So that's a more traditional kind of underwater windup. If a business owes too much money and it isn't performing well, and it's all in the form of gift certificates, well, that business could just close. And what'll end up happening is that the members of the public who hold those gift certificates will be upset and annoyed, but there's really not a whole lot that's going to happen. The business owner probably won't be able to show themselves in the local grocery store without getting some dissatisfied looks and maybe a few comments. But really, not much is going to happen. There's very little that many of those gift card holders are going to do in the way of trying to get back what they're owed if it's like 100 bucks or less, right? And so as a buyer, if you're looking at a situation like this, it can actually present present a certain opportunity for you. When the business has more in the way of gift certificate debts than it's worth, it means that the business owner could literally just hand you the keys. And if you're willing to take on the liability of those outstanding gift certificates, they've already been paid for the business. They collected all of that money when those gift certificates were being written. And so really, are you buying an asset or a liability? It depends. It really depends on what you think you're willing to do for it. And it's one of those rare circumstances where a person who doesn't have much in the way of savings or money or access to credit might be able to get their hands on a business. But my caution would be, what kind of business are you getting your hands on? If the existing owner is a skilled and experienced operator in that particular domain, What differently are you gonna be able to do to help create or make a business that's gonna become profitable? Furthermore, all those gift certificates are outstanding. And because we don't have a regular repayment schedule with gift certificates like we do with a bank loan, all those certificates could be redeemed in the first year. So let's say a business at one time was worth $100,000, successful business, now because of pandemic restrictions, you might argue that it's only worth half of that, 50. And there's $50,000 of outstanding gift certificates out there. Let's say that business was normally in the habit of doing a few hundred thousand a year in sales, and now you're gonna take over, sales have been reduced because of the pandemic, and now you're gonna have to take it on the chin for another $50,000 worth of gift certificate redemptions because everyone decides to redeem them in the coming year out of fear that they might not be worth anything if the business closes. And so you can actually put yourself in a position where not only are you buying a business that's challenged, but you're buying a business which could have a much faster loan amortization period than what anyone would normally negotiate when buying a business. Those gift cards can come in at any time. And so those are the concerns. You know, buying a business in a recession and buying a business that's in a a state of uh, distress, we call that a distressed business is a tricky thing. and it's something that really I only ever advise people to get into if they have a lot of experience in the industry and they have a lot of resources because even though you may not may get your hands on that business without writing a check or passing any money to the seller, you may certainly need other resources in order to support that business until things turn around. Hopefully with the release of this vaccine, things will be turning around sooner rather than later. But we really don't know. It all comes down to how government officials interpret the information they're given and what they decide to do with respect to rules about how these businesses can operate. That being said, if you really want to buy a business, I would highly recommend my Business Buyer Advantage online program. I updated it at the end of 2019 and early 2020 with modules specifically about buying a business in a recession buying a business during the COVID period and looking at buying distressed businesses to kind of walk people through the different scenarios where they can number one, help protect themselves from some of the possible downturns when you get into this kind of, you know, opportunity Um, and, and the things to watch out for because really it's, yeah, it's an established business. Yeah. You might get a good deal, but you really are exposing yourselves to a lot of the same threats that threatens someone that does a new business startup because you're probably looking at acquiring a business that doesn't quite paying its own way. And that's the risk scenario faced by a new startup. And with that, Erilyn, thanks so much for the question. I love it when all of you guys put comments down below because it gives me you know, stuff to work from to create new videos. And please, if you haven't already hit the like button, it really does help with the uh, YouTube algorithm. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Cheers.